Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Well, it's art fair season again here in Los Angeles, and it sure is exciting. I love, I just love these things. I, I mean, look, I've been to Italy, of course. I've been to all those, all those churches and all those cathedrals, and I've been to the Vatican, and I've seen all those paintings, and I've seen all the frescoes and the sculptures, and they're all installed in these dark, creepy places. I, I remember, remember you had to drop a couple of euros into these slots that, that turn these dim lights on so you could see the artwork for about a minute and a half, which I guess is probably a full full minute longer than what you need to take a selfie. Anyway, I've seen a lot of art in situ, as they say. Of course, though, probably come to think of it, they don't say that, but let me be frank. I don't like churches that much. And to be honest, they're not the best places to look at art. I mean, first of all, they're uncomfortable. And they're often rather chilly. I mean, if you ever go to Italy in the winter, those places are downright freezing. I mean, you might as well be, be outside. And, 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 and speaking of freezing, one of my favorite art fairs in L.A. is the Freeze Art Fair, which isn't freezing at all. In fact, it's very, very, very comfortable. The, the atmosphere, I mean... Uh, the, the whole thing is just so convenient. It's, it, it's big, there's plenty of parking, and there's tons and tons of variety. It, 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 it's really well lit, it's bright. It's very bright, the aisles are wide, and, 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 and it rarely seems crowded even if it's full of people. It's like Costco. It, it, it's, like, it's like Costco for art, but, but without the bargains. Anyway, it's great, it's, it's really great, and you don't have to speak Italian. Now, also in LA right now, you have the Felix Art Fair, or Felice Art Fair, I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced, but it's at the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. People are, 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 are calling it, in a kind of dad-jokey way, the Antifreeze Fair, which I suppose is apt. They, 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 they have this hodgepodge of artworks installed in all these crazy places and all these different hotel rooms. You go, you, you look on the walls, of course, but they're also on the beds, in the refrigerators, you find them in the closets. It's kind of crazy. And I guess, I guess it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be edgy. Of course, as we know, the edgy train left the station about 50 years ago with uh, Vito Acconci's seabed. And if you don't know that one, please, Look it up, and, and maybe we'll do a podcast on that one. Anyway, what's new and exciting and, 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 and provocative for me right now, what, what edgy might be too strong of a word, but, but what's really animating the art world right now, I think, is not necessarily found on the walls not necessarily found in art fairs, but actually found in performative spaces. 
theaters, maybe. And, and I'm specifically speaking about, about poetry, spoken word, things like that, which are combined with, with multimedia. And, 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 well, I've been listening to a lot of rap lately, or, or, or I don't know if it's rap, maybe it's hip hop. I'm, actually, I'm not exactly sure the difference. I mean, it, for all I know, it could be G-Funk that I'm listening to, or maybe it's, I don't know. It, it could be Philadelphia House. I, I, frankly, I'm new to this. But what I know for sure, what I know for sure, that it is not Latin trap. I would recognize that. I would recognize that immediately. And though I like it, don't get me wrong, it, it doesn't quite reach the same level of artistic ambition as, as rap does. Or if it's not rap, it's hip-hop or what hip-hop does. I mean, as far as the taxonomy is concerned, you, you have to ask a young person. But all I have to say is it's definitely art. It is definitely art. It's definitely contemporary art. And I definitely like it. I mean, I would go so far as to say that rap or whatever it's called, I mean, come to think of it, I, I, you know what? I could be listening to gangster hardcore. I, it doesn't matter. All I know is that, in my opinion, the most exciting works of contemporary art these days will not be found in cubicles at converted airport hangars. And you won't find them leaning against a hotel minibar. The most exciting expressions of contemporary art right now are found in the words and music of rappers. Especially French rappers, which, of course, makes sense when you think about how so much of their work is influenced by structuralism. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking here about artists like um, DJ Sonculotte, um, Moza Bisqui, uh, Bobo Makut, uh, Shabbos Nachamu. I mean, these artists truly, truly are, are, are amazing. But you have to admit that French is a pretty easy language to rap in, right? I mean, everything rhymes. But then again, if it were only clever rhymes, then why aren't the Italians any good at it? I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, when you think about it, Dante held together a hundred canti in terza rima. But Italy's most famous contemporary rapper, I'm sure you've heard of him, little. Lil, Lil Montale X. Lil Montale X. He really doesn't go much further than the basic Legata Fica kind of rhymes. And, 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 and the lesser known artists are not much more inventive. Except maybe, 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 maybe from time to time, Cagalibri is up there. But look, since my audience is primarily made up of citizens of North America, I'll stick with artists who rap in English. And I'll try to avoid the misogynists and anti-Semites, but if a few sneak in the mix, I apologize, I apologize in advance. Now, there's this artist who goes by the name De Musette, and she's one of my personal favorites. She, she did this thematic CD. Do they... Do they still call them CDs? I don't know. 
Look, she did this. She did this series of songs slash poems slash polemics slash performances based on, of all things, Titian's various paintings of Venus, Venus of Urbino, Venus in front of a mirror, Venus rising from the sea. And, and it's really ingenious. I mean, it's part ekphrasis, part postmodern cultural criticism, and part, well, part hysterically funny. There, there, there's, this, there's this one piece I, I especially like. It's, it's called... Anadiamine. 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 I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, listen to these lovely yet unlikely rhymes. I like my women short. I like my women sweet. I like my women cool and light like an after-dinner treat. I don't like them when they come off like an all-you-can-eat buffet. That's a digestive, cardiovascular auto-defay. I mean, is that not Titian 2.0? Is that not Titian 21st century or what? I mean, listening to her, I, I, I... And that's not even the best section, but listening to her is like walking through the Prado, hallucinating uh, with Elias Kennedy and and, and Susan Sontag. It's just brilliant. Anyway, that's one artist. Another artist I really admire is this guy who goes by the name Slender Shadow. I actually actually met him personally. I met him at the the, uh, 2022 Conference of North American Podcasters in um, Vancouver, we were we were together in a breakout room, and we were doing this icebreaker exercise where we were asked to describe our favorite conspiracy theory. Anyway, Slender is all about pastiche, and I know I know that that's already a, a postmodern cliche, but but Slender makes it new. He he makes it entirely new. What he does is he mashes up all these random references and remixes them in rhyming alexandrines. Right? Amazing. He has this one piece or a song or piece or song or piece. I don't know. The categories really, really begin to collapse when you're talking about Slender. Anyway, he has this work that combines, get this, he combines Lucretius, Herodotus, Sammy Davis Jr., Joseph Brodsky, Harold Rosenberg, and Bibi Netanyahu. It, 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 it's just... It's insane. The piece is called Samaria Area B. Right? You like that internal rhyme? Samaria Area B. And it's usually performed with uh, tap dancing children and these light multicolored mists of dry ice and a loop projection of the stones of Venice. Just just to give you a taste of Slender's genius, listen to this quatrain. I just I just love it. The crooked carpenter square repairs the candy man's tongue, while Xerxes lurks with soulless manufacture. And truth's a superstition sustained with an iron lung. 
and the likenesses of things are nothing but fracture. I just love that. I, I, I love that. It, 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 it's, I love it. And, and, and it's so much more powerful with the tapping kids and the dry eyes. I, not sure if it needs the Venice loop, but but maybe I'm missing something. Anyway, speaking of missing something, if you're in L.A. and you visit one of these art fairs and you see something good, please, please, please let me know. I'm always open to suggestions because it's, it's really hard. It's really hard coming up with new material for the lives of contemporary artists.